एक मिनट रुक जाओ रेडी होने दो चलो ये कर लेते हैं अक्षय Hi this is Saurabh and you are listening to the Founder Thesis podcast. We meet some of the most celebrated startup founders in the country and we want to learn how to build a unicorn. So there are two broad hype cycles happening right now. One is about the whole cryptocurrency blockchain space and the other is about the whole metaverse space. I don't know about metaverse and whether this is just hype or it will actually amount to something but I know for sure that crypto is real crypto is going to be what uh, probably what people uh, used to imagine what the internet would be way back in 90s uh, I think we are at that stage in crypto where people are imagining what all crypto could be but we can't even imagine the ways in which it is going to change our lives change society change how everything happens in the world which is why I love talking to founders of crypto based startups to really get a glimpse into what the future could be like today i'm talking to the founders of geotas which is among the leading crypto exchanges in india you may not have heard of geotas as much as the other exchanges because they don't make so much noise they prefer to grow organically but the founders of geotas are amazing in their thought process in the way they have clarity of the potential of crypto in the way they are putting customer first in everything they're doing and this episode is really a masterclass about cryptocurrency and how crypto is going to change the world so here's arjun and vikram the founders of geotas talking about the birth of the idea that really made them quit their well paying jobs and start geotas It's an amazing journey, right? So, so far, we have taken for granted what money is, right? It's uh, issued by someone and how it works and all those things. Suddenly, you start questioning, right? You start understanding why US dollar is a reserve currency, what makes it a reserve currency, what if Bitcoin becomes a reserve currency, and there's a lot of ifs, right? What if Bitcoin replaces gold? Why it will replace gold? How is it better? And all those things. Things I have always taken like you start in questioning why people value gold so much. What makes gold important, right? Then you read. sapiens right it talks about how history how india has valued gold always and because and uh, europeans they had nothing to give to india in return they wanted spices a lot right and they had and indians says give me gold because of that gold created like, had so much value they started going to new world and all those places hunting for gold like we as a single country we created a huge demand for gold and now gold is having so much value across the world right so it was a very fascinating time So, so like gold is a shared delusion yes. in a way. Like everyone, everyone agrees it's valuable, so it's valuable. Exactly right. Uh, and also at that point of time, Bitcoin versus Bitcoin Cash, right? This was a very philosophical argument that was going at that point of time. And these people were. This is like the proper debates that are happening. So for us, it was like such exciting times. Like in 1990s, such debates should have happened in standards of internet also, right? Netscape is as Internet Explorer. Like, what should be the format, HTML, CSS, and all those things, kind of. So, I thought <coughs> this space. <coughs> I think we are like very lucky to be part of this, right? We always read history and all those things. I used to like. Had I been there in World War Two, how interesting it would have been. Had I been there in the nineteen nineties, how interesting it would have been. Like now, I got a chance, right? Internet is kind of getting rebuilt in a decentralized way, 
and at that point of time i also had this like i was reading a lot about ai kind of realized at now drivers are becoming like you obsolete right once driving is obsolete a lot of simple things like cooking and all those things are going to get obsolete right even writing coding if you are able to train a guy in one year why can't you train a computer right because once you train one computer it shares the learning across 10 so at maybe in 10 15 years of years we'll have a generic ai okay at that point of time the singularity will be achieved and everything is going to be controlled by three four computer uh, companies like amazon which already has the aws right you just need so before it was labor and capital now you don't need labor it's just going to be capital and hardware so i thought even infosys tcs and possibly data yeah, absolutely right that's like the input so uh, at some point of time it's just going to be there's going to be no tcs no infosys no software companies no nothing company like it's just going to be robots and software and it's going to be like google amazon like big three big four they are going to control the world it was just getting more and more towards that and then this decentralization came okay, you don't need a middleman right you don't need a facebook right to share the data you can have a decentralized social network you can have a decentralized e-commerce you can have a decentralized chat application this is an amazing idea this is what how the world should be it should not be in the control of like one like like you have all those apocalyptic scenarios like where there is an umbrella company corporation ruling the world and all those things right this is like the solution out and so uh, it's like almost like saving the world like we are almost reached that point and in 2015 16 privacy was a huge thing like how facebook has control over your data google has so much control over your data gdpr and all those discussions are going and this kind of became the panacea this is the solution so even now there's a running joke right bitcoin solves this bitcoin solves this they say a random problem and people say bitcoin solves this at that point it kind of looked like that right decentralization was like an amazing amazing thing like you are almost convinced that this is what how the world is going to become right the world is going to be controlled by three four big corporations right and now you are saying okay <coughs> decentralization will happen and power will be given back to the people right people will run the community community will run the everything right so uh, that was a fascinating thing at that point of time and at that point but how did uh, this lead to a business idea so you are saying that uh, blockchain and decentralized finance has a great future which i think everyone agrees with but how, what is the business yeah, see, it's, uh, it's opportunity so out of that started that you know we kept reading and just like everyone right when you start reading and we are tracking these products you see the price growth right you obviously start trading right we became traders right we started trading we slowly we we were passively trading initially and at some point of time we were aggressively trading so right it so time, became that, that, that was the end goal right we wanted to understand the technology so that it can trade right we didn't think about running a business or building a business here we were so excited about it right see it all started like i wanted to purchase a bitcoin but before purchasing i wanted to understand how it works right once i understood i thought like what is the next what is next how ethereum works how iota works started comparing how i should split my investments right we had a lot of healthy arguments right and we can we want to continue yeah so so there was a lot of trades uh, akshay so you know not just in one or two coins you know there was a time in the portfolio there used to be more than 50 to 60 coins we used to trade at a point of time right uh, okay so you had like a, share, a pooled, yeah, uh, a pooled portfolio, portfolio like you pulled in money and we, and, and, and i don't know at some point of time since we were talking a lot about cryptos we had a lot of our friends even you know who started uh, getting on board and since they didn't have a lot of time to trade themselves they used to now ask us to trade on their behalf right 
uh, I mean, so unofficially, we were just, you know, uh, just for friends, you know, we were trading and we were trading with our own money and everything. And what so happens that we used to read a lot, read about new coin. And when we have a gut feeling about this coin, we go and invest in that coin. We the did some ICO investment. Neither me or Vikram, we had invested in stock markets till that point. Vikram had Amazon stocks, right? We, we, we were not traders, right? At that point, because stocks, I thought, there's all the information is publicly available. There's no edge, right? Right. So, uh, so I didn't even have a passive investment going on in stock markets, right? I was paying off my education loan and everything. I think we could have had other this thing. So we are not actively investing in stock markets. Also, we just jumped two levels and gradually went into crypto investments. Yeah. So, so that, that that's that's what happened, right? So a lot of uh, trading happened, and in the process of doing a lot of trading, right? See, you you interact with a lot of exchanges. Interact in the sense you trade and you first buy your uh, Bitcoin in the Indian exchange. At that point of time, I think there were three exchanges: Zepe, Unocoin, and uh, Coin Secure. Right. Um, now, if you see after uh, now after four four or five years now, the landscape has totally changed now. Right. At that point of time uh, in India, if you had to purchase using INR, you could buy only Bitcoin. Right. And uh, and all the players at that time was giving only a two-way quote model, a buy price and a sell price. Usually, uh, usually it'll be at a very very high premium compared to the general market price or the market price outside, right? Okay. So, like buying in India was so costier than buying is, in the US, is, for example. Right? See, the, the, okay. the general okay. reason okay. being uh, the cryptos are not mined here. There's no supply of crypto within India. Right, so that's why it's. Yeah, so you don't have sellers right. who so want to take people, INR for know, Bitcoin. Who, who do the? Okay. Uh, see, at that point of time, there are also no marketplaces. Coin Secure was a marketplace. So the other two are like a brokerage, right? You directly they are the counterparties. Otherwise, you have to go through a platform called Local Bitcoins, right? Which was a peer-to-peer. You need to find sellers who are selling Bitcoin, and then trust-based issues, time, like like a o- OLX or a quicker kind of. Experience a... is not seamless. Right, you might find a good seller. You might fi- find a fraud. So it, <coughs> the experience was not smooth. Yeah, let's see. And and only when you provide a real time order book, right? Like how you see in an NSC or a BSC when you trade, you're gonna get a better price to the customers, right? Or till that time, the exchange will make a lot of margin out of it, and the prices are always going to be high, right? Now during this phase, you know, this is the only option available, right? For every the spread was Indian. as high as sixty thousand, seventy thousand. The fee over the spread, some exchanges charged a fee of like one point one eight percentage. It was very crazy. So what happens when you make the real buyers and sellers interact with each other through an order book? They will make sure that the prices, the buy and sell prices, come close to each other. Supply and demand will take care of it, right? For that, you'll have to. Hear if you have a large, large enough, enough pool of buyers right? and sellers, now, see, like now, you now here, if you take the exchange out of equation, uh, the exchange deciding price out of equation, the buyers and sellers, the supply and demand will take care of the price, and that is going to be the best price available, right? Now, at that point of time, there were a lot of this brokerages or the two-way quote model, as people say, right? So, what the traders here do? We buy Bitcoin from an Indian exchange here take it to an international exchange and then do our other trades. These international exchanges are open order books, like what buyers and sellers, of the common order book, and they had the option to buy and sell in more than 100 plus cryptos, right? So the, the only job that the Indian exchanges at that point were doing is 
helping you to buy your bitcoin so that you can go and do your trades to buy the other cryptos right so it was this phase we we faced a lot of inefficiencies right the first inefficiency why should i buy only bitcoin using inr right why can't i buy other cryptos right why don't you launch it? part 1 part 2 right that that this was the game changing part for us was the customer service right uh, the incident so happened in one of the exchanges uh, one of the exchange when we bought my i mean i was about to buy the bitcoin i had transferred somewhere on 2.53 lakh rupees right some banking issue see usually there are banking issues right no, there, there's no uh, that's an issue with the bank payment fails it doesn't get reversed there was some banking issue and i wanted to reach out to the exchange asking you know now what is this you know should i be waiting or what to do it so happened for one week i was just running pillar and post to find out the person i have to reach out to right hmm and it's two, a big sum no right? like 2 3 uh, lakhs so and one week to just reach out right to reach out and understand uh, okay because all the general support mails they had there was no response and 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 see now now why this is a pain point for me because parallelly i'm i'm working in amazon right I, here things are totally the reverse which is yeah, obsessed here, with right? so customer support here i do yeah. i mean i i give my reviews and everything based on okay how customer obsessed i was in this quarter right my performance is relied on that so we are thinking that such a the industry is so big we have a heart saying that the industry is going to grow so big in future now the way the people uh, the way the exchanges are handling uh, the industry seemed so short term right i'm getting money now i'll just make money out of it for now there was no futuristic thought process that was there this triggered right this triggered saying that okay now why don't we bring in all the features which are which we are seeing in international exchange in india right we 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 already did our financial modeling and, and after this we did our financial modeling to see okay how big is the industry industry at that point of time itself was a big industry see and the beauty with running an exchange is uh an exchange the unit cost of running after some point of time it keeps reducing it's the same engine and everything as as the number of trade increases there's no additional cost you're incurring here expenses hmm. are the fixed expenses are fixed rental. so as the number of trades increases you're going to make a lot of money right so since that is going to happen there's going to be a big industry it's it's a, it's a really good opportunity to enter in right so there was no question of should we enter into is it a profitable industry yes it was a profitable industry is there a problem to be solved there was like we 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 pointed to uh, three issues that we going to solve one we will launch an open order book not a two way quote model okay we will have a transparency in the pricing so it's going to be an open order book two we will be launching coins more than bitcoin right see currently in jeodas if you see we have 110 plus coins to trade with the third important thing which was was the customer support is going to be better than even the international exchanges so till date if you you know so th- that's why your your core that you take as your business core really matters till date when you ask any geotas customer uh, you you know uh, ask them for a feedback on geotas uh, leave uh, they, they, anything in tech or coin supply anything they say uh, they say or they might not say but one thing they definitely say is we are highly responsive okay our, our, we quickly respond you know that was the process and the system that was built from the day one right in in the initial days it so happened that we wanted to achieve this uh, responsiveness crazily me and arjun we used to take turns being awake in the night 
right because it was a very very small hmm. team 24 okay. hour support 24 hour support also, right because i i i see it, when, when you have a team size which is very small it's not just a customer support guy who's going to attend the call someone has to operationally resolve the issue is as well right so there there needs to be someone in arjun and my cadre to resolve it quickly right now now we, we have a bigger team who will take care of all these activities but we wanted to ensure this from the day one right so that's that's how the brand got built saying that okay we are very responsible right that, that people can uh, quote some other advantage or disadvantage but i'm pretty sure that this is this is the place where we stand in the customer's mind and yeah. those days are magical right you are like so excited the first time a customer deposits you see like 100 customers 1000 customers right so uh, <clears throat> till that point of time you just have a idea like you think see see all through the 2017 and all whenever we went to investors also we said what are going to be bigger we said customer support but that's something that everyone says no one believes you if you say customer support as well this thing right so even when we went to our customers you talk about so we had no clue how we are going to get first 1000 customers but it happened that right? people could see our honest efforts like we were there solving their issues we had a telegram so uh, i i i would ask a few questions before we come to the actual go to market so you know did you guys did then it? quit your job to start the exchange or was it something that you okay you quit your jobs and so you must have bootstrapped it or did you like look for funding first or like uh, tell me about that journey from being employees to entrepreneurs that transition period you know like how did you actually launch things and how, how did you choose this name geotus, of uh, goitus sorry geotus sorry so and that's another question i have that why did you choose such a difficult name <laughs> so it, it, so we, we the plan was to start yeah. bootstrap from the day one see okay we both are big fans of zeroda okay uh, as a matter of fact you know we we have stretched ourselves uh, to be a bootstrap till date right uh, among all the exchanges Uh, who are competing with us now or who have started with us who are there in the market not there in the market i think we are the only guys to be bootstrap till date right and who also have a, a larger customer base comparatively right so the, the again being big fans of zeroda that's uh, even now right so operationally run you know all exchanges are good to run right it's the customer acquisition which is which is requiring a lot of uh, funding you now which is which the so ideally for that you know we'll start looking around now uh, but yeah from the day one it has been bootstrap uh, it, it has been uh, arjun and uh, my earnings from our jobs you know that we that we are completely put in into geotas and, and we have to give up. a we have to give a big shout out to the overall ecosystem like aws right without aws bootstrapping would have been like so so difficult right without fresh desk it would have been so difficult right with all this tools in place all these saas based tools in place we are only paying for what we are using it's kind of really easy to start up these days right 10 years back i don't know maybe one of us would have sold our houses <laughs> bootstrap but it's kind of simple <laughs> at that point of time right and also it's easy to build an mvp basically but customer acquisition is still where you yes, need to spend money at that money. point time, see, we, see even i said vikram why, why don't we go for funding so we were ourselves not convinced like who would fund just on an idea basis right someone needs the proof of execution right let's build this let's start running the operation let's show them that we are building so and so and then maybe look at funding and and at that point we also have a like clear needs right 
uh, how are we going to take funding where are we going to use it and all those things and this is the time when the rbi was also the circular got really i think vikram let's get into i think i yeah, think i'll come to the crypto that's a amazing amazing story that we can talk about okay uh, so yeah so see the first thing was we both got convinced that okay we'll quit our jobs start the activity uh, i quit my uh, uh, job exactly 3 months before my next vesting of stock was going to happen okay so that so that was the level the idea uh, you know grabbed you know so saying that okay now it's 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 mature let's the thought process is very clear let's just go ahead and do it right so did that happen we built the product okay uh, uh, the first first hurdle we faced was wait wait the wait, order book no, exchange no so what happened was in 2017 this was happening right what we thought was an amazing idea the same yeah, exactly. time a lot of other companies also thought right because they all faced the same problem so uh, by by the time february march i started getting jittery because i was seeing news all across so so that's when all these coin dcx coins which they were all none of these like, guys were there then it was this guy called coin x coin x okay so, so that guy did a they see it so happened what the exchange product we wanted to launch that guy had launched right and we were building the product he had launched and he was he he became within a matter of 2 months he became a leader in the market and by december right december 2017 he did the highest trade volume compared to everyone else right so this this shook us a bit right saying that okay now it is the almost similar product offering that what we are going to do is it okay to do right so that's that's when the belief kicked in again it's not almost uh, it's not a similar product right it's not the product we are betting on it's a concept right hmm, that is the customer support, support. betting right. on the way we are reaching out to the customers you know that's going to matter hmm. right so that's the gut again with which we followed and also it was like a proof of this thing right so this idea works in the market this is what a market react and some, someone has already taken the bet and they have proved right whatever our belief it was in the, it was going in the right direction and apart from coinex there was like another 30 40 exchanges which were either built getting built they are getting launched in a month or two so and it it's going to be from a blue ocean there are hardly three four companies not giving proper support there's like huge gap in the market now there's like going to be extreme competition right and the marketplace model works based on critical mass right just like a social network you need enough number of customers to have that liquidity going on you need enough number of buyers and sellers at the same time in such a fragmented market a lot of people are going to get killed we are very clear on that so but we have started something we had to go on so we kept on building the product right uh, so at this is this is the time we were like almost like a week before our launch right uh, we are making the final touches then this big no, no, i think came. you opened up for registration registration yeah, was happening we had opened up for registrations but the product launch was still a week away right and this time the shock came rbi made they sent the circular out which said uh, banks cannot deal with crypto entities right so so this was like a shocker for a lot of people even for us right you had spent like we have quit in like what september october it has been like five six crazy months we have built a good product right we did all the testing and all it's almost almost ready right just in the nick of the time when this happens we went crazy like what do we do right then we started looking at the market like how this is working in other markets in china the same thing was there right so peer to peer was the solution right so in a normal uh, marketplace model what happens is we are in escrow for both 
say you are looking to sell bitcoins <clears throat> you will deposit bitcoin in my exchange the buyer who wants to buy he deposits money in my bank account i recognize okay i have received both then you do make an agreement okay you are selling at x price is buying at y price okay there's some order matching happened then you can withdraw the money to your bank account he can withdraw bitcoins to his bank account so not it is valid right but now since i cannot have a bank account right i cannot take money from him right i cannot do an escrow so what we did is we made the model slightly different right i still i am in the escrow for the cryptocurrencies for you to sell bitcoin you'll just transfer it to my exchange but the buyer he will not send money to me he will send the money directly to you right after this you give a confirmation right you have received the money and based on that i'll release the coins to the buyer right so this is called peer to peer model so you are the first spot. so we realized okay right so far we didn't have a usp right customer support was the usp but this is very good it's going to be a hard sell now we got something that's like really unique and this is what the customer wants right there was a huge panic in the market however and the, the good thing is the rbi gave a three months moratorium right people were really worried what is going to happen after three months right should i hold on to my bitcoins and this is a proper thing that's happening right so should i hold on to my bitcoins should i sell and all those things so so when we we took like three four days we built this product right and we said you don't have to worry right even after three months about everything you can still continue to trade join geotest and this worked beautifully right we we so this was almost we realized it was a blessing in disguise right otherwise you send india's uh, crypto uh, like most customer friendly cryptocurrency exchange this is what we would have pitched to a lot of customers it would have been a very hard sell convincing people right but so what happened is we had both spot exchange and p2p going on at the same time lot of people joined because of p2p but they started trading in the spot exchange because spot exchange is so what is uh, what is spot exchange model, right the order book based order book based right so lot of people started trading in the order book only because p2p is not so easy right you have to wait for the give seller to be convert yeah there's friction. friction i have to wait for you to say okay i have received the money it might take one hour right for the money to reach you and there'll be limits beneficiary after you add beneficiary so all these problems are there and people are not ready to trust and all those things right so but our spot exchange was a huge success and we got a lot of customers then we started working right we know this is spot exchange is going to be there for the three months after that we have to ensure that there is a smooth experience for the customers right so we started uh, adding features we were the first guys to and we were the only guys to give insurance so what generally happens in these kind of things is one buyer buyer or seller might try to fraud the other guy right and the what the buyer would do is he'll say i have sent the money but he may not have sent the money so it goes to a dispute right at the same time you might have received the money but you'll claim i have never received the money so then i have to do a, i have to check take the uh, see the, the thing is we had a full proof process right i'll ask for a bank statement from both you guys i'll know whether the money has been sent received or all those things right even if you are trying to forge the document i can make you come on a video call do a screen share make you do a net banking because there's a very clear this thing you have paid the money or not paid the money the other person has received the money or not received the money this can be resolved but customer had that doubts right so we created an insurance project product so if a dispute resolution goes wrong and you have been wrongly you have to forfeit the cryptocurrency or the money right we will reimburse up to one full bitcoin we said 
and again this gave confidence for a lot of customers right we started for anyone who was placing the peer to peer order for the first time we made a call to them see because we were very small we could do things like this that the larger players could not do right we could call each individual buyer and seller and educate them okay no wazirex also yes. pivoted to peer to peer no i think people they saw also. that what we hmm. are doing they start all started so coinex launched something called a loop wazirex launched a peer to peer model right so uh, most of the other players they realized like p2p is the only way to survive and they all moved to p2p Mm-hmm. How did you acquire customers? Was it through like ad spend, like Google, so Facebook, and all? Or, like... is, you cannot do that for cryptocurrencies exchanges. Google, Facebook, they don't allow ads, right? Some people bypass it one way or the other. But see, had it been the way, that would have been the easy way out for us. We would have spent like lakhs and lakhs of rupees to acquire our initial set of customers. But since that option was not available, we had to do it through the hard way, right? We started. going to the communities there are a lot of telegram communities at that point of time facebook groups i started saying like this is what we are this this are this are principles this is what we offer and what we promise is a good customer support and we have to do like one oneness to one conversion but but and, majority of our acquisition had come from a referral model right a lot of the customer acquisition in geotas even till date you know comes from Uh, the reference system what you like have. do you have a reference yeah, yeah, yeah. scheme so the reference scheme where you know we give okay. 60% Vote. of the earning we take from the customers back to the referrer right so if earning in the first transaction or no, like no. all the transaction define earning so now suppose if i take so we give it for the first one year right so basically okay. uh, if hmm. if hmm. i am getting uh, 100 rupees earning from the customer i give 60 rupees to the person who has referred him and 40 rupees we take back right so this referral model got in a lot of customers see the good thing with this is uh, though a lot of people could talk about a big customer base and all the active customer base percentage in geotas is much much better because the customer who we had acquired was majorly through referral right now and and, and, and they were acquired during the yeah. uh, majority of the customer base was acquired during the time when there was a tough time for the indian market right when the p2p was there and everything so these are the set of customers who are wanting to trade no matter what they are the true, true believers. believers right so the active customer base the active trade base is usually what we track is much much higher there higher jerdas which is which is more than uh, 60% here in jerdas which is a huge number right so this helped us now now even see now if even if i go start with doing a lot of advertisement spends and everything we're pretty sure our base is going to increase which we will be doing for sure but how much percentage of people are going to be actively trading will start reducing right still now the gem has been that okay these are referred by a person who's already believes in your exchange so now in this model what happens right when why does he refer us he thinks that you know so and so for example i say we are very very responsive right a customer is responsive he says that and gets this guys to trade with us so that particular branding what we wanted to do keeps spreading right you join this because of this good factor right so yeah. ideally that is one of the reasons why that you know now now one of your key questions you had asked right why geotas why not uh, uh, you know wh- why such a tough name uh, easy right? name uh, uh, like a coin Correct. coin something now, when, yeah. did, did, did you notice you know when you were talking about the exchanges during 2017 or 18 you were trying to say coin dcx or anything you were not able to recall coinx quickly 
the thing is right in, in, in generally when you're naming right what happens usually in in a crypto space you will find companies either having a coin with them bit, or an x bit. ex with them or a bit with them you, you just try to you know see all the names you know, it will have these three so what generally happens you know that, imagine you no know, during the time we were talking about 30 to 35 exchanges that were live what is the ex exchange. coming from like what is the exchange okay, okay. Hmm. that's why coin x okay bitfinex okay a lot of x comes right so what happens now now imagine we were there during a time when 35 people were there in the market and 35 more people were wanting to come into the market everyone will come with a combination of all this right so how do i grab a real estate space in the customer's mind right the only way we thought is to do is okay now leave all these names right have a name which is going to talk about our philosophy right let's have a background story rather than saying x or coin or bit or anything like that now, this is what we wanted to see now now so now arjun was talking about the phase when there was a p2p and everything right that was a, it was a dis, you know boon in disguise in p2p there is a need for a lot of interaction with the support there's a need inbuilt need yeah you need a lot right? of yeah and we were yeah, the guys who yeah, were doing true. it better hmm. because there's so much friction so you need yeah, a lot of so manual that guy intervention that's not approve hmm. whatever you send so there's a lot of manual intervention required and we were the only guys you know even then until now giving a regionalized support right we we give support in all the south indian languages now we are offering it even in bengali odia uh, gujarati we are adding up right so a lot of regionalized support till date we are the only guys who are delivering so this helps right now now this phase right now what happened now even in 2020 when the supreme court verdict came what we did you know we 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 had a, a, a concept that okay now at some point of time there's going to be some clarity when that clarity comes we will be the first guys to have a solution ready in hand right two two and a half months before this verdict came you know i think we were lucky to do at that point of time we had already gone and integrated with someone who can help us enable instant deposit okay instant deposit is you know for each customer there will be a bank account number that we will be giving you transfer amount to that account number within a matter of seconds it will reflect in geotas account first year how much uh, did you have as your gross transaction value like first year of business okay, consider monthly basis no monthly trade volume uh, we used to do somewhere around maybe a million a 2 millions right on a simple dollars dollars you're talking on a simple comparison you know on a normal day we do 2 to 3 million today okay on a normal day right on if, if it's a peak day and then it goes crazy right uh, so that's the growth right pre and post and year post the verdict has come and how many users did you have in 2020 like beginning so 2020, of 2020 let's consider say. maybe a, 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 a 40000 or Uh, 30000 users right now now we are sitting at more than 4 lakh plus users yeah. see also the other remember is 2018 was a bear market yeah. right one of the reasons why a lot of like coin delta coinx all these people went out of the business was it was like people thought bitcoin was illegal at that point of time though it was not right it was clearly said it's legal even at that point of time but people had this perception and it was a bear market so the new customers kind of became zero like only the existing players are there but at that point of time these businesses had built a huge team and they were not profitable at that point of time right the volumes were not able they were not able to support that 
but thankfully we are just starting at that point of time we ensure that we didn't our team even right now our team size is kind of small to the volume that we do per employee our volume should be one of the highest in the industry right so but we are very clear like we have to have a lean setup so no market so in crypto business one of the most important thing or any startup right the key thing is surviving for 4 to 5 years right you face a lot of almost near death events in those 3 to 4 years right but once you cross that stage you have already have a product market fit you have a loyal customer base right after that killing you becomes next to impossible so we ensured we had a lean team we prioritize security over anything right if at, in 2018 19 if you look at it we'd have had the fewest number of coins right or like new products right we but we ensured that we didn't get hacked because once you get hacked you are killed what is the percentage of users who are active like out of these 4 lakh users that you have 60 percentage plus uh, how do you define active or or is there a standard industry norm of defining active no no there's no see i mean the, uh, apart from the kyc norm that we all industry place have agreed to there's obviously nothing standard so we take 3 month uh, uh, uh 3 month trade okay uh, one at least one transaction in last one transaction in the last 3 months any meaningful transaction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what is the customer onboarding journey like like what is the kyc requirement and see the customer has to uh, submit uh, his or her pan card uh, and then a secondary proof uh, which is the address proof and aadhar or a voter id or a passport or a driving license right so we do a check with the uh, the government databases to ensure if uh, whatever the card that they provided the names and everything match and the details match right and then we also ask for their bank account through which that they're going to transact we again do a check if the bank account and the aadhar card names match if it's their account okay once that is done then we approve the kyc of the customer right and um, how much time does it take for approval 5 minutes yeah, because it's all api integrations and um, uh, i mean so there there's a lot of ai and everything that's got followed and uh, usually 90 percentages uh, it takes 5 minutes 10 percentage where the image is not clear there's some issue uh, either it's approved or rejected either of that 90% or either approved or rejected 10% will read a manual intervention right um, so, so people need to type in or they just scan and then your uh, the the image uh, you you like parse the aadhar number from the so image so both both features are there i mean we parse it and put it but people have to update you know if it has passed it wrongly right so again so that's that's when a lot of that's when a manual intervention might be needed maybe there it's a blurred photo on things like that uh, though we say it beforehand the image is blurred you know at times it might get accepted and the ocr might not do a good job and for first trade what is needed like they have to first transfer money to you to the exchange yeah, or yeah so see the the process is so usually i you know now the way it works is so it's uh, it's not like a amazon checkout where i choose my product click buy and i'm no. going to a payment gateway it's not like that no see no. so what we this... do is we ensure we ensure that customer start, starts positive right we give free cryptocurrencies to start off with yeah. right so even before you do any activity you can claim your free cryptocurrencies what, right? what do you give as like uh, we used to give matic then matic really got expensive when we started giving matic it was around 50 60 paisa then it went all the way up to uh, it's like 150 200 rupees 
so we move to a coin called uh, bittorrent so we so actually we are keeping you know we are, we are, we are even uh, you know choosing coins according to we, we had actually a partnership with matic uh, where we were promoting matic uh, initially right we, we launched matic i mean we still believe a lot in that project as well right so it was matic and then uh, now it is btt right but this is more to create excitement among customers right this will keep changing so currently it is btt bittorrent why did you add this friction of uh, loading your wallet first like why not make it like amazon that you place your order and then you go to a payment gateway see the first thing here is you cannot assure the price for example someone locks one bitcoin right by the time the 50 lakh reaches us the price of one bitcoin might be 60 lakhs or 40 lakhs right and if it goes to 40 lakhs he will just cancel the order why should i pay 50 lakhs for something that's worth 40 lakhs and if it goes to 60 lakhs i will be kind of hesitant so so it's better to preload the money and then make the purchase because you you need to close the trade instantly like there can be no delay whereas payment gateway there will be at least a minute or two of delay by the time you absolutely and the payment gateway also holds an inventory right and the inventory the price doesn't change a lot here there's a lot of volatility so so this is almost like margin requirements in stocks right you are, even in stock market this is the principle and process that are followed right you so are, is this the case for all crypto exchanges everyone yes. makes you load first yeah. yes see the thing is you cannot uh, it's a heavily volatile market here right like arjun said you cannot uh, promise the price for more than some time right see for example the one click model what we are showing here we are actually promising a price right till some x amount we are promising a price so that is a risk that the exchange is taking right and how are we handling that risk by adding some margin to it right so it might be a good product for beginners right because a beginner might uh, end up losing more in an open order book exchange without knowing how to place an order it will work good for a beginner to buy it in the two way quote model the easy buy and sell as we call it or the one click option as you see this this product was also built as an evolution model for the customer the beginner will start with this and then they will slowly start moving towards the open order book exchange while they will generate a lot of value for themselves yeah and 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 we are offering you know now it's been more than 100 plus cryptos they are offering to trade right uh, the more you research the more you try each and every coin the platform will you know be much more useful for you so you start with bitcoin ethereum that's a gradual progression that we are seeing with people you know apart from there is another progression that we type of progression we are seeing with people is where they start with a meme coin shib or a doge right they try to ride the wave when after some time they realize that okay this these waves are short lived and then they come to the bitcoin ethereum route so uh like you know the two systems of buying that you have is this common across others like coin dcx coin switch wazirx do they all have these two systems like closed book and open book like if you can help me understand the characteristics of each of these players and how it compares with you just as a lay of the land yeah, you know like yeah. what does the See, industry few, look like few have both few don't actually for example a coin switch kibir has only this two way quote model this one click model they will not uh, don't have a open order book model right um wazirx has an open order book and recently and what is uh, so what is the uh, uh, what is the coin switch pitch then that you know they, they must be saying that this is a better approach so what is their pitch the, to a customer their pitch is like this is the convenient way to buy crypto right okay 
So it's easy for the masses, like that's their pitch, like but, hassle-free, easy. So this yeah. is for a naive investor, right? If you have like, if you, are, if you find this, everything is complex, you'll be paying higher, but you'll find it easy, right? Yeah, and they're reaching out to new set of customers to their to their marketing initiatives, right? And so a lot of people enter through this model, but what we believe is they'll mature and then they'll start using the open order model. Open, open order. And what about Coin DCX? What is their approach? They have both. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. uh, and uh, they have buy option. They don't have a sell option in the two way quote model. And then have they have a order book. Okay. What what would be the ranking of uh, these players? And like you know, like you told me, you did two three million dollars of GTV uh, per so day. When, what when do I, these when other I see players? Volume wise, right? Uh, so it's it's a game. If you see volume wise, see one. Uh, there is no clear cut understanding of volume, though. The volumes are being quoted in coin market cap. There is always a question of what the exchanges are quoting. But volume-wise, if you see, I think Vazirx will do a higher volume compared to others. Hmm. How much would they be doing, like their daily volume? Yeah, this, like, what they quote in coin market cap could be something, but it will be tough for me to come and know. I'm, I'm pretty not sure if that's what they're doing. No, but what do they quote? Like, just to understand the, the 40 differences. Million, like, 40 million, yeah. Okay. So they are about 10x of you currently. Yeah. And the, these are the coin switch and coin DCX. What would points, they be doing? See, coin switch, they don't give their volumes. Right? Uh, because it's a closed order book, uh, it's very difficult to find. And they don't share the volumes. Coin DCX, they also have a liquidity sharing. So they accumulate a, uh, liquidity from multiple other international exchanges. And then they share a cumulative overall volume. Right? So some of the, the the volume is actually what they do, and rest of them is actually pulled from other exchanges. So uh, I thought, like like uh, you know, the, these uh, U.S. exchanges, like the names we hear about, Coinbase. like uh, I think Coinbase. Yeah, I thought these would be the biggest ones, like yes, like because that's Coinbase is big. See, Coinbase is in the regulated space, right? So they offer their services in U.S. I think in, in very few other countries, maybe Singapore, things like that. So Binance and Bitfinex, they offer the services across the globe. So they are catered to more users. For example, Indian users cannot access Coinbase. Hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. So uh, these exchanges like Bitfinex and Binance, they don't have like a KYC norm have. because they're they not do, they part do, of they any do country. Have. They do have. So before, like three, four years back, it used to be very lax. But recently... Like a lot of agencies are coming against them. So each of them have made their own changes. Like Bitfinex has a very strict AVC norm. Like Binance, there used to be like up to two Bitcoins, which is like a crore now. You don't need a KVC. Right? Now they have reduced that limit to 0.06 Bitcoin right? per email account. Right? So things are getting more and more stringent. But uh, so, so the thing is, they don't have a regulated license to operate in so they're they're like incorporated in some in one of those uh, places where there is no regulation uh, or, or favorable favorable or favorable crypto regulation. Okay, and uh, which is why Wazirx, uh, I think they have that collaboration with Binance, right? So Binance has bought Wazirx, which uh, allows them to offer liquidity. Okay, okay. So uh, talk to me about the type of coins. You know, like uh, I think, like you know, the way you have different. Items in a restaurant menu and everything is meant for a certain 
need or whatever. So similarly, I think there are different types of coins. So, you know, talk to me about them. Like what are the different kind of coins and which coin is for what sure, type of sure. person? See, uh, from the investor perspective, like the way there are, there are multiple ways to categorize coins, right? There is like DeFi coins, NFT coins, uh, platform coin, uh, coins, and then uh, there is like currency, yeah, stable coin, currency coins, right? But from an in- investor perspective, right? Uh, the way like uh, for any new investor, how we educate is, like when you enter a stock market, what is the advice you get, right? You invest in a large cap or a blue chip to start off with, right? You have no clue. It's very difficult to go wrong by investing in a TCS or a HDFC or a HUL, right? So if you, if you in, in the similar comparison here, you start with Bitcoin. The biggest problem Indian investors have is, or like maybe this is across the world, right? One Bitcoin is already $65,000, already above 50, 50 lakh rupees. Right, they think it's too late, right? But if you look at it in the large perspective, ten years—it's just ten years old. This overall tech is—we have a long way to go. Two years back, people thought they were too late to invest in Bitcoin. Six months back, people thought they were too late to invest in Bitcoin. So this, this is something that people always have. And see, when you are buying gold, right? Gold is one kg is I think more than four or five crores, right? But does it does? But you can still buy a gram, right? You don't go and buy 10 kilos of iron just because it's so cheap. So, so but uh, but normally people want to have a lot of coins rather than having a fraction of a single coin, right? This happens in startup also, right? There's a saying, it's better to own 50% of a 100 crore startup than 100% of a 1 crore startup. Right? So, so this is the normal advice they give. When you're entering new, when you don't know a lot about a lot of coins, don't invest in this meme coins. Don't invest in this high risk coins because already you are taking a risk by investing in cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrency is a risky asset class, right? It promises you 10x. At the same time, because there's a 10x possibility, there's also a possibility of a zero, right? So in that, choose a safe asset, which is Bitcoin. And after Bitcoin, it's Ethereum, right? So Bitcoin is like the Absolutely. blue chip category. So what are so the other Ethereum categories? Is also very close to Bitcoin, right? Uh, okay. These are both Absolutely. like blue chip categories. Right. So everything after that, it's almost like angel investing, right? You need to look at the team, right? Are they in the trend? Hmm. So, but but what team? These are decentralized. There is no there is no owner of a coin, no, right? See, like what what is what do you mean see, that you need Bitcoin. to look at Bitcoin, the team? What happened is there is a guy called Satoshi Nakamoto. You always need a founder, like you need someone to kickstart things. That idea comes from a team or a founder, right? He starts, and so just like in two-way, like how Geota started, initially there's no buyer, right? I, initially there's no seller. When there is a buyer who is coming, he's not finding a seller, he goes away, right? We need to work hard to build that critical mass, to build that community, right? To build that user base. Once that is set, then things can get automated, right? After that, you no longer need the original person, right? You don't need to do all these kind of things. So... So in the same way, each and every coin has a founder and a founding team, development team, right? So they kickstart things. It is their mission that is being transformed into a project, right? And what happens is after Bitcoin, Ethereum came, so there is Vitalik Buterin, right? So so generally the developers keep some part of that coins for themselves, right? It is in to their advantage. There's an incentive mechanism, just like ESOPs Vikram had. This is like the ESOP for them. Right. If the value of if the, if they do a very good job, the value of that coin rises and they make a lot of money. So they have this incentive, right? So 
all these coins generally have a developer team right and they all have for example solana team each of them will have hold some amount of solana tokens right generally 15 to 20 percentage is allocated for the developers 20 percentage used for marketing activities 10 percentage for legal and 40 percentage is sold to the public so this kind of arrangement exists in lot, all these coins that do icos right so so when it comes to cryptocurrencies first we have to understand the question that you asked right what are the different types of cryptocurrencies so the thing is the application right what is bitcoin used for bitcoin is very uniquely positioned it's a currency right there's no way to measure effectiveness of a currency right it's just about collective belief that what Correct. everyone right so right. just like gold you might find a new element like say platinum or rhodium that is 100 times like we we talk about how noble it is it doesn't react after even 1000 years gold under the earth if you take it out it's still gold right those kind of elements you can still find but because over 4000 years people have built gold is the best thing it's very difficult to dislocate that thought right nowadays people are making artificial diamonds which is better than the original diamonds right but still people like you see start seeing campaigns like why you have to buy the original diamond and all those things right same here so it is very difficult for another currency to topple bitcoin right so there are a lot of currency like tezos litecoin bitcoin cash right all of them are in one way or other they are the currencies but they are finding it very difficult to topple bitcoin but bitcoin is very public right all the transactions you can see right from 2009 when it started to till date all the transactions that have happened from which address to which address how much coins have moved all these things can be tracked so people are saying there should be some anonymity so there is some privacy coins right for example zcash monero okay this is their usp right this is with respect to the currency part the next is the platform okay if you look at ethereum what ethereum simply is it's like a decentralized google play store so if when you create an app you take permission from google and then you upload that app into the play store similarly you can create a dapp decentralized app and launch it in the ethereum platform right and it's all paper use so there's no censorship anyone who wants to create an dapp they can go ahead and launch in ethereum without asking for permission or anything and it's pay as you go if you are making one transaction on that network right you pay what is the gas fee okay it cost me 100 so ga- what is gas is what like, do you mean uh, by gas fee all those uh, weighing, weighing machines are there in the bus stands right you put 1 rupee and you get a this thing it's similar so uh, ethereum is like that weighing machine can even who wants to run an application on that they are going to consume some computing resources right they'll do five multiplications 10 additions few storage and and these computing resources yes. are provided by the yes. miners yes so so there is a pool of miners who provide computing resources and those computing resources are accessed by the dapps and in return for accessing those resources the dapps pay in ethereum to the miners like the miners mine ethereum which is a way of getting absolutely, paid for absolutely. providing the right. computing resources we talk about mining so miners have two incentives one is the transaction fee that we pay second is new coins being minted like if you talk about how bitcoins are created this is how it's created every time they add a block right some new bitcoins are issued this is how bitcoins come into existence same thing happens so miners will have two income streams one is the transaction fee that we pay second is the uh, uh, mining reward people call it 
so this is about ethereum right so ethereum uh, all these dabs i talk, uh, spoke right these are all in a way tokens right for example look at what uber is doing uber is doing a very easy job right it finds the nearest driver and allocates to the rider right if this logic i can take and put it into the uh, ethereum blockchain right right now i am paying 35 percentage cut right so uh, why should i pay 35 percentage cut for doing the simple math just like how wikipedia exists right you don't pay for accessing data from wikipedia right so so similarly i am creating an uber like uh, dapp and putting it on the blockchain and a driver and rider they can do the match themselves and this middleman is eliminated so similarly each and every transaction you can you can put a decentralized way of doing it you can do it for a zomato you can do it for an amazon right you can do it for a social media network right for me to watch your photos why do i need facebook permission and why does facebook have access to your photos right so see and the key important thing about like this cryptocurrencies is they need a blockchain platform right all these miners are protecting the platform in a way right but if you want to create a small application you won't you don't want to do all these things from the scratch having your own nodes your own blockchain your own set of miners so what you can do is your application you just create and run it on ethereum just like how we don't have our own servers we just use the aws servers ethereum provides this entire pre built set of templates and you can just run operations on that but the thing problem with ethereum is there's a lot of traffic now a lot of dapps have created like this usdt tether uh, and a lot of tokens like chainlink all these tokens they all run on ethereum right i so okay what is the difference between token yes. and coin the ethereum is, is a coin runs on a other blockchain platform okay ethereum is a coin but people actually use it for to say uh, both right interchangeably right so uh, sometimes they mean token when they say coin and it's kind of became a normal thing so you don't even have to correct them but normally there are two different things some some coins have their own blockchain tokens generally they don't have their own blockchain they piggyback on a larger blockchain and use their computing resources and then they pay right hmm. and basically a blockchain is like a decentralized aws where these miners are providing storage and computing power in yes. exchange But for I, coins because these, these are okay. more like applications I, i kind of always compare it with the play store right so each of them is a, has a specific app because a normal retail customer he has no clue how an aws works right so for him it's easy to understand okay there's a google play store i can go and use the apps and run on it right yeah, so, yeah yeah so this is what ethereum does but ethereum does a lot of traffic so for even a, uh, sending a doing a small transaction it takes 1000 1500 rupees right for each and every transaction right for example sending one usdt from my account to vikram's account it's a transaction right because the costs are high because in blockchain what happens is they are not kept things free if it is free what happens is it what happens to your email right there is a lot of spam to prevent spam there is a fee that you allocate since there is no censorship higher the fee you pay higher the priority you get so when there is a lot of traffic what happens is each of them start out outbidding others right for me this transaction is really important i'll pay 2000 rupees for this transaction to pass through someone pays 2500 to pass through 
Right. So because of it, so his passes through first. Okay. Yes. So either you go for slow and cheap on Ethereum, or you go for fast and expensive. Yes. Yes. So you you have that choice. Sometimes you I don't have to pay him immediately. Agar next two three days me whenever it reaches him, it's okay. In that case, you can pay a low gas fee. So these things exist. But so what? But there is a, a bottleneck. There is a problem with Ethereum congestion, right? So there are a lot of other blockchains which are saying they are solving it. Solano is one. Solana is one, right? Then there is Luna, there is Tron, EOS, right? Uh, the the key part is and and w- what is their positioning like? What is Solana's positioning or what is Solana's pitch to people that why they should choose Solana over Ethereum? See, uh, all these people, what they promise is throughput. They support three million, tra- three thousand, tra- three hundred thousand transactions per second, four hundred thousand transactions per second. That's what they are trying to talk about. And which Ethereum does uh, not let, support. Let me pitch in no. here. So Akshay, so what they're doing is the same problem is pra- being solved with different solutions here. Okay, so what Ethereum is trying to solve, it's through a see the the way through which a transaction will get accepted or be mined. You know, Ethereum is trying to solve through a new concept called proof of stake. Now, there's another blockchain which allows another different concept called uh, proof of history. So each of this platform is trying to find in a new solution to accept a transaction or process a transaction. So this new solution, right, is the one which decides what is the throughput they will have. This new solution is it allowing thousand transactions per second or five thousand transactions per second? Now there are two problems that will come in, right? Now one solution is saying I am okay to allow ten thousand transactions per second. Then the biggest question comes is how secure are they, right? What is Ethereum working on? Now I am saying this is my throughput, but my solution has been proven for the last five to six years to be solid. Now what Bitcoin says? Okay, my throughput is even lesser than the Ethereum's throughput. But the solution that I'm providing is so solid and it's run for 11 years without any issue, right? So two key parameters, throughput is one, and, and what third, is security? And third is decentralization, right? There are blockchains like Ripple, which is heavily centralized, right? It's almost like a Visa MasterCard, right? There's like one computing system that processing all the transactions. So in that case, you can even offer a million transactions per second, right? There's no issue, right? But when you want to do it in a decentralized way, when you want to have multiple people. What is the advantage of going decentralized? Like, why not just use Ripple? It will probably be cheaper so also. Again, then there's a middleman. Then you are going back to the old ways of having a Facebook or Google in the middle. Now, I'll, I'll give you a simple example. No? Now, Ripple, for example, any coin. Suppose you have printed uh, 1 million coins, right? You have put it into circularization. Now, I am a centralized, you know, centralized company like Ripple or anyone. Okay, now you have purchased uh, 10,000 of that coin and they're valued at, for example, each coin is valued at 10,000 rupees. Tomorrow, I decide, a centralized guy, I decide I'll print one more 1 million coin. What is going to happen? Your value drops heavily, right? This is one of the major reasons why Bitcoin came in, right? Now, whenever there's a centralized authority and they do monetary easing, unnecessarily, your value is getting slashed out, right? So that is one reason... Yeah, so what becomes is happens, right? The the new guy says, I, I'm not going to be like the old guy, right? Maybe Ripple has this problem, but I am going to be very honest. I am going to be corruption free. But then it's going to be the same thing. So the thing is, don't trust a person, trust the blockchain, right? So this is, these are called trustless systems. You don't have to uh, trust one person to be ethical, right? 
one person should be like, the system is designed in such a way that there is no incentive to yes. uh, no, cheat. Actually, actually, it is said that it is said that even hacked. if there are all crooks running the system, still they cannot uh, you know make any mistake. Right, so that's why it's so called a trustless happens, system. Right? So in a bank, if there's like one insider employee who is willing to compromise the credentials, you are able to hack it. So here, anyone can participate. So it's assumed that the hacker is part of the network, right? Even then, they are not able to do anything. That is the power of this network, right? That is why centralization is not good. At any point of time, that guy can say, "I'm going to switch off this network," or take a drastic decision, right? Or get hacked. hacked. That is also right. a risk. Too much of centralization is always hmm. bad. See, look at all the bank servers, right? Sunday there is a downtime. In the night time there is a downtime, right? Bitcoin has been running for ten years. There is no downtime. Because there is no centralization in this thing, it's spread through. Of course, the throughput cannot be matched, right? Banks will process much more transactions. But this throughput again, this throughput problem is the like internet problem. In 1990s, we had like a what is a 56 kbps, 28 kbps modems, right? Throughput and bandwidth issues are always solved eventually, right? So today it is not. Uh, it may be a problem. Maybe five years, ten years down the line, Bitcoin will have a higher throughput because they are implementing one solution after the other. There is a lightning network. There is a Schnorr signature that they are bringing in, which will make it much more compact. Ethereum is bringing sharding, and there is also layer two solution. Okay. Still now I spoke about uh, platform, yeah. so, right? Akshay, so Akshay, so the Ethereum thing is, is now platform. these uh, platform yeah, are coins are killer. very important. Like in the like, sense, what they have done, they have created industries, larger industries within the crypto space. Now, if I take for example, now in an equity market, what you will do? The strategy will be have a multi-cap fund that you will invest in, spread it across, or else what you will do, you will do sector-specific investments, right? Till some four to five years back, these clear-cut industries were not there in cryptos. Now, all the coins that were created, they were solving some tech problem which a customer was not able to relate to. Now, with these platforms, now like Ethereum platform, like Arjun was saying, you can build an application as such. One of the largest industry that has gotten built in this is the DeFi industry. Lending, savings account, and all the models that you're seeing, right? Providing liquidity, a decentralized exchange, a DEX as people call it, right? All this has been possible because these platforms have come into being. Now, when you, now, now you see from tech point of view and from the investment point of view, from tech point of view, what has happened? A platform has been built which is helping throughput. Be it Ethereum, which is the largest platform now where a lot of dApps are being built, where DeFi is currently have holding a larger share now. Now, these same products can also be built in other platforms with the promise of a better throughput and a better security even. Okay? Now, what? Right, Solana. Right, like right, Solana. You know, NFTs, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of promise that people are putting on Solana for NFTs and all, right? Now, what you can choose? Now, platform which can win in future can be one type of investment or you split your investment and put it into different platforms. Now, in the platform itself, let's see if you're not betting into the platforms, you're betting into the industries. Now, what are all the industries? DeFi is an industry. NFT is an industry. Now, stable coin per se is an industry, but I don't I don't look at it as an investment opportunity per se, right? Now, platform but, and then industries which are but, getting created. See, people use, but people use stable coins across... For example, USDT is the most popular, right? If you take Luna, for example, they have a stable coin that is directly related to the token Luna. Okay, there's a Terra and there's a stable coin. 
So what is happening is for creating that stable coin, issuing one dollar of stable coin, you need to burn some amount of Luna. Right. So the more and more people use that stable coin, the supply of Luna will reduce by that much, and the Luna's price will increase. Okay. So Vikram might say stable coins. You may not look at an investment, but you can observe stable coins and see which are the platforms people are actually using. And based on that, see USDT is existing on multiple platforms. You can use it on Tron network. You can use it on Celo network. You can use it on Ethereum network, right? You can see the interactions and find which is the most popular platform. That way also. See, so far we have spoken about this, right? Let's talk about Matic, right? Matic is one of the biggest projects to come out of India. Not one of the the biggest project, and they have an amazingly simple solution. to reduce congestion in ethereum so ethereum congestion you can think it as a road that goes through the city right right they are asking why should all the traffic be routed through the city right why don't we create a bypass but in that way if everything goes through the bypass also there is a issue right you don't trust that bypass you trust this as the main thing so what matic does is this is called a layer 2 solution lot of heavy transactions and all those things you do it in matic network but the key results to prove that these are the things that have happened i store it i go back and store it in the ethereum network okay so lot of applications games right where you need intensive computation they all started moving to matic because it provides the security of ethereum network without compromising on the throughput right in future there can be multiple layer to solutions and one main network like uh, ethereum see also when internet there you see a lot of winner take all effects in search there is just google right in social media there is facebook e-commerce is amazon so similarly maybe 10 years from now there may be just one platform like ethereum right or it could be just solana like vikram was saying there are different industries working on different platforms like If you bet on DeFi, then you should buy see, no, Ethereum. No, let's do this. So, no, see, you know what is uh, happening now. Each token that is built on top of DeFi, built on top of Ethereum, they are having their own value, right? From an investment point of view, right? What you should be looking into is how I maintain a portfolio, right? Now it is usually like how you start. You get into a large cap, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Then there are two options that are open to you. Are you going to go sector specific, or are you going to Uh, uh you know have a uh, multi cap balanced investment right suppose you are someone who's into reading right and you like reading technology it is advisable to go sector specific what will happen you will start reading about defi like arjun was quoting right now matic is going to help ethereum's congestion if you're someone who's being able to read this and understand this you can pick up projects like this now different problems are solving the same uh, solving the same issue differently right there's a there's a platform called polkadot which is going with the concept of exclusivity of projects not every project can be there right only only a chosen projects right they have a concept of parachain and everything now if you are someone who likes to read all these projects you can take sector specific saying that i will invest in platform coins if you if you got a let's say a crore uh... what uh, coin would you invest it in like what is your personal favorite that you would want to bet on my favorite is bitcoin right the second favorite is ethereum so the thing is making money is easy but keeping that money is very difficult right so if you have a crore in hand the first thing that you have, you have to protect your investment right 
basically people say return on principle is less important than return off principle right so so it should not become zero so you put i will say 80% in bitcoin and ethereum the ratio can be different 60 20 40 40 30 50 right however you want you can do it right but i will say 80% we have to stick to bitcoin and ethereum 20% i'll take random wild bets right so yes so 2% in solana uh 2 1% in shib 1% in doge maybe they can go 10x or even 100x so in that case that 1% will give me the entire corpus back right but if it goes to zero i'm still left with 99% intact so i am taking risk but a very calculated risk so that's how i would do it so so see so uh, so we first thing you'll have to register us as the uh, risky investors okay that's why we are in this space right we have our own careers built here right see ideally right so we we both are extreme believers of bitcoin right um, so my huge chunk will always rest with bitcoin maybe 50 percentage will rest with bitcoin now the rest 50 you know i would try to split it across industries and platform right now uh, i i would part some in ethereum i would part some in solano some in polkadot ethereum will have a ethereum will have a higher percentage right i, I would put maybe 20 percentage in ethereum 10 10% in other platform right now after like that, solana and what else I, I, i'm also fan of polkadot you know i'll i'll try to put in polkadot right see after this then comes further industry specific right now i went to platforms and i'll try to put an industry specific in defi i'll try to split right hmm. so uh, 50% you'll put in bitcoin uh, what about the yeah. remaining percent yeah so the maybe the rest 20 in uh, ethereum okay 10 in solano 10 in polkadot right now apart from this then let's i'll, I'll do something industry specific i see for example in defi i will try to choose one or two projects right maybe a lend or an av or a comp you know one or two projects which which are there you know and going stable now for some time right after that you know uh, we'll try to do something in nft nft is a market that is growing and booming either it's a nft direct coin purchase or an nft as such you know to be purchased you know which is which is the thing that is booming right now right so what is an nft oh. coin okay see now the non fungible the concept of non fungible token is if now every token like a bitcoin or ethereum they are fungible fungible meaning if you are holding one bitcoin i am holding one bitcoin we can just swap it both are same one bitcoin right in nft what happens each of these tokens have got different values different perception right this is for sake of it you have a white t-shirt i have a white t-shirt but your white t-shirt has got amazoni signature in it the value suddenly changes right so in nft coin what happens in each of the tokens you can associate some values to it right now the famous thing is the paintings right what, what is happening there are digital arts and everything where you can associate with each of these tokens so the value for each of the tokens within a coin itself it will vary hmm okay right and which so are the coins are... which are used for nft like see now uh, before seeing into nft coins right you can also check into uh, a lot of uh, nft platforms like opensea and everything if you uh, go and check out these coins uh, you know if you could go check out things which are being listed there you will find many like theta is one uh, mana is one these are all nft tokens uh, try to check at opensea you know i think opensea runs on solana if i'm not wrong 
right where you will see a lot of these paintings you, at, at times you will find what craziness is this why are these guys <laughs> like like board apes you'll and a, uh, yeah uh, you find what, a guy selling yeah. a stick stick diagram yeah. for 10 10 dollars yeah. <laughs> but but yeah this is you see now application wise it's such a huge industry now if you look into the concept of metaverse you know why is facebook suddenly talking about metaverse Uh, uh, a virtual world and everything right this is reality that is going to happen right now when i'm talking about nft i'm also talking things like digital land to be owned right uh, now 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 imagine right facebook is trying to have the second second life concept which came some time back where you will be you will be having an avatar which is in a social medium platform and everything and you'll be interacting imagine in the second life you will be owning a land that you can sell it so these concepts will look way too much to think now right but it is happening now like for example the beeples uh, art which got sold right for 250 million dollars or something there was uh, i'm not sure if you know it it was an indian who bought that painting right uh, as a matter of fact he is he is he is my bitspilani uh, uh, junior right so so he had bought it if you try to see what is the logic why he had spent so much money so uh, he has his platform which is a virtual world where people can play in that virtual world he is going to put it in one of the museum virtual museum that is going to build it he's going to put this painting inside people who want to view that painting is going to give an entry fee and go view the painting this looks too much for someone who's not inside the world to understand but this is the revenue model right this is a beautiful revenue model that he's making money out of right so so you know play, this nft they'll be parting somewhere right and right the most the next main thing right i would also put some money into a very small percentage of you know less than a 1% or something into these meme coins why just for the fun of it right <laughs> you crazily don't know what is going to kick in right now see as a matter of fact you might never know doge coin might sometimes become one of the leading coins right it has got the blockchain it's got the mining power crazily everyone we thought that you know this is the big thing that is going to happen right so this is possible to happen so i'll part some and put it in these meme coins as well right but if you're going to ask me am i going to put in all the coins which are going to end with the name enu ship binu or all the you know maybe no right for the, for the sake of betting and playing things i'll put in one of these coins now but ideally if you see what i've done is each of this industry and year or year and a half back they were nothing they were very small right now for example right a dex a decentralized exchange was so small right uh, uh, two to 3 years back people are saying you know who will put in dex now there are dex right right now, now there are projects you know pancake swap and all these projects that have come up right so these industries will grow is the bet right when the industries grow you already have put in a project which has been proven for 6 to 8 months at least 6 to 8 months is a big deal in the crypto industry right so that's how you what you what I'm, i'll be trying to do is 50 percentage in a large cap that i bet in right and ethereum another 20 percentage 50 to 70 percentage in large caps then i go spread it across sectors now even if one of the sectors grows big i'll get my returns back okay uh, what are these uh, dax projects like you said pancake swap uh, uh, so help me understand See, basically we are all centralized exchanges okay uh, we run the show right now imagine on the top of ethereum or any of this platform i write the logic saying that buyer and seller order matching do like this 
and then you exchange the coins like this. So the whole exchange, what we are running here, just take the fiat part out of it. Still, fiat should be centralized because there's a bank that is involved in everything. Imagine a crypto to crypto trade that is being happen happening, right? Yeah, you don't need an exchange for crypto you don't need to an crypto. There's just general logic that has to run and do. Here, the biggest challenge is liquidity, right? Liquidity and what is the price that pays the biggest challenge here? So in this scenario, the all these projects, what they do, they try to solve the liquidity by giving incentive to the people who is providing liquidity, right? If you go and put liquidity, you will get some one percentage, two percentage, three percentage returns, right? Then these projects. How do you put liquidity? Know, like you put up stuff for sale. Like if you put coin for sale, then you are providing liquidity. Let's consider it as simple as that. No, I'm I'm going and putting like thousand USDT for as a liquidity pool. That I'm getting going to get returns from that, right? Now that is the incentive for me to go put in liquidity there, correct? The next main thing is these these uh, dexes have to make sure that the the prices are being perfectly uh, driven, right? For example. Based on the liquidity that is there, suppose if I am putting one Bitcoin purchase, I'll get one price. 10 Bitcoin, the price will be higher because of the liquidity issues, right? So now the price management, everything should happen. This is done through one of the algorithms that they will have called a price oracle and stuff like that, which is a main concept, right? A, a, a DEX with a very good price oracle will be appreciated much more than a bad price oracle. A DEX with a very good liquidity will be appreciated much more than a but, you know, but, so all these DEX projects are coming in. Now imagine, no, now these projects had an have an issue of Ethereum's blockchain being very expensive. When you are making a buy and sell in a DEX, your actual Ethereum transactions are happening. So you are actually paying a fee, even Ethereum fee, when this is also happening, which is a big trouble, right? So now what these DEX are also seeing, why should we always be based on Ethereum? Why can't we look into other platforms? Right. So now each of these industries, how where are they moving towards? Which are the platform that they're moving towards? These are all things that we can track to. If they are moving into, for example, a, a Polkadot or a Solano or a Tron, we have to look for all these things. When we are looking into a lot of DeFi moving into this platform, then that's the time to go purchase, you know, cryptos from these platforms. Right. Got it. So, okay. So what you so which is why you like Polkadot because DeFi's are moving uh, or DAXs. No, are not necessarily. No, no. I like Polkadot because they are giving some exclusivity for projects. See, it is more like they've created chains, like individual chains, and not everyone can be part of the chain. That uh, you know, and only some hundred projects are uh, hundred projects, if I'm not wrong, can be part of the chain, which will control the throughput issue of the platform. So now, what is happening for those hundred platforms to come in? There is a there is a race, right? Like uh, it's more like there is another sister platform where these platforms will come in first, and then the pretty good platforms they will apply to come into Polkadot. So this is like layering and then taking a cream out and bringing into this platform. So ideally, there is more chance for these projects to run better, right? So Polkadot is giving an option for these guys to be creamed out and layered out. So these projects most probably will work better than other projects. Hence, the base platform of Polkadot might also work better, right? But that is the, again the main thing is there's a lot of mites here because Ethereum is much older than you know, much proven abilities and capabilities, right? 
So the bid is always higher in Ethereum compared to these platforms. I think a lot of it is essentially about which coin is attracting the best talent, right? Because like you said, the best algorithm wins, you know, or whoever. See, this is all community driven, no? This is a tech product. Whatever you say at the end, these are all pure play tech products. Pure play tech products, which are open source, right? Like a Linux. The best of the minds are sitting in uh, developing Linux as an open source. That's why Linux is better than every other operating system. Now, in this, Ethereum is having some set of developers. These guys are having some set of developers. Now, who is going to attract the best developer community to build their product matters here? Ethereum has done a beautiful job in that. You know, that is why you're seeing a lot of innovation happening in Ethereum. Now, the other projects we're talking about, they're also having some good founders, good people who are being developing that. But the results that they have to start showing, the smart contract capabilities they have to start showing, that matters. Ethereum has already shown it. These products see, have to show it. See, uh, the, the biggest achievement of this decade is like the 2000s, the best of the minds, engineers, they were like spending all their time coding to make people click more. Or watch more ads, right? That was the, all the major tech platforms that was the major way to get money and that's what they are focusing on, right? 90s were the most productive time for the internet. The protocols were getting designed. Standards were being set. Right, but again, we are coming back to that phase where the most brilliant minds—they have a very challenging problem to solve, right? And there is a race, just like how we had this race to the moon, right? Whether it's Soviet or US, there's an actual race. And the good thing is, a lot of money is also flowing in. The way Satoshi Nakamoto did is like the tech, the protocol. He also compared to the money aspect, right? It's, the most important thing, right? You might have the most beautiful idea, but if there's no financial incentive, how will you attract best of the talents? So but these people who are part of the Bitcoin developer community, they're not earning Bitcoins, right? Because they're not the miners, right? Or Yes, so they are not, but they have this incentive, right? Like this open source community, why do they do things? They want to be part of something big, right? What can be bigger than Bitcoin? Right. Bitcoin is the biggest open source project. If you can do something and your part of your code gets listed in Bitcoin, it's featured. Right. You don't need anything else. Right. And these people make money outside. They'll do have side projects. Like I'll be happy to hire someone who has worked in the Bitcoin main, mainnet. Right. They, they'll be speakers. See, they, they, they. It's, it's more about recognition here, Akshay. They, if they say their code, whatever they built has been accepted into the main project. It's a recognition. It means that you're a very solid programmer. And this is going to be there hundreds of years, right? Bitcoin, if it stands the test of time, you are part of history. So in a way, they are also like investors possibly. Like they would own some Bitcoin and they are so passionate so, about it that they would also be contributing code to course. it. And they will, they will take payments in form of Bitcoin when they make a speaking assignment, all those things. So they would want to get paid in Bitcoins, right? And they will not sell all those coins. They are definitely going to hold. What's your advice to people who are new to cryptocurrency? Like what is the way in which the shit can hit the fan, so to say? You know, like what can go wrong? So so the first thing is don't go all in. Like Vikram said, right? Uh, so, so there are people like saying that I need money three months from now, six months from now, but I want to invest in cryptocurrencies and I want to take the money out in six months, right? The more volatile the asset is, right? 
the longer your time horizon should be so anything you need in the medium term you cannot invest in cryptocurrencies like maybe for your children's education it could be a hospitalization all those things never put something in cryptocurrencies because it's extremely volatile and see when there is a risk of bitcoin going to 10x it is because it's a very nascent technology right when you mean nascent there is also a risk of it failing we are in this industry we are believers we have created careers here but even as we will not sell our house and put all our money in bitcoins because in 2005 orkut was a great idea right then 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 there was myspace hifi then facebook right so we are believers we strongly believe bitcoin is going to be the future but we don't go all in there's a risk you have to understand the risk before entering right you can have a dream and all those things right but put only money that you can afford to lose and that will be based on your risk appetite that is the number one advice number two is i'll say start small right and gradually grow your this thing don't take all the money and put it in one this thing you burn your hands now you have understood the industry but you don't have any more funds to bring in right i'll say you are going to make some losses right start small lose small but the important thing is keep learning right like four years back we knew nothing or like five six years back we knew nothing about cryptocurrencies right but we entered that we understood the space what the space is about what is the next big thing what is the next big thing what is happening right so so always don't just put your money also spend time to understand the projects right because here you have an edge if you can understand the technology if you are not able to do all these things if you are not able to read white papers we are not able to watch youtube videos and understand or able to evaluate projects well see only invest small money or even stay away from it right if you want you can't be a passive investor in when it comes to crypto in in shit coins right uh, see if i if i my friend is coming or my aunt or my mom i'll say invest in bitcoin and ethereum right right don't right. go beyond that right because you are not understanding the sector right bitcoin and ethereum is relatively safe and even then right i am not going to say like put 20% or 50% of portfolio value overall whatever your assets put 2% 3% if you are having extremely risk appetite extreme risk, you put 5% to 10% right but don't go beyond that right and start with bitcoin and ethereum and then move to small caps don't look at like just because this bitcoin has gone from 10 rupees it has gone to now 50 lakhs this coin is 10 rupees so this is a pitch that a lot of uh, scammers do right yeah, right right few years back people thought launching a coin was a very difficult thing today there are ready made templates that exist launching a coin is very easy it's not so difficult at all it is an ecosystem the application that's what makes it worth it right so there will be a lot of people try they'll have their own coin they'll pitch it to you say bitcoin went from 10 rupees to 50 lakhs right this coin is also at 10 rupees why don't you buy 1000 coins 10000 coins don't invest in those things right so let them get mainstream and then invest right and there are other basic digital guidelines that you normally follow right uh, safety hygiene like don't share your otp don't share your password right see bitcoin allows you to be your own bank Right, you don't have to store your cryptocurrencies in Geotest. You don't have to store in any exchange. You can store it yourself. But with great power comes great responsibility. Right. The the curious thing about the crypto is there's no forgot your password. Hmm. Right. right. Yeah. If right. you forgot your password, then it's gone. Yeah. If you store it in Geotest, there's a forgot your password option because you are not holding the keys. We are holding the keys. We are the custodian. 
but when you try to store it yourself right there are two problems that can come you copy the keys and keep it everywhere so that you don't lose it but if it gets in the hand of some random person he is going to take away all your bitcoins because they are not doing any verification the bitcoin network doesn't do any verification the guy who has the password he has the control second part is you have only one copy and there is a fire or some random thing it gets destroyed that money will stay in that address you can see that but you'll not be able to use it uh, there are like so many stories in this space people have had 10000 bitcoins 5000 bitcoins and, and and they're not able to reclaim it because they have lost access to their password right so be very careful right and i'd say see for us if customer trades more we earn more but we would advise the customer not to do a lot of trading right invest and sit tight right do as much trading as possible don't be very trigger happy warren buffett says he has all his money like 90% of his investments he has made only through five investments right you don't have to invest in every new idea you don't have to invest in every risk you should be willing to let go of a lot of things right so so what normally happens is the trader mindset the disciplined traders when the price goes down they buy when it goes up they sell right but this is what you will also want to do everyone wants to do they want to buy low and sell high but a typical uh, emotional human what he does is when it goes high he becomes fomo i i i i put only 10 lakhs i should put mm, okay, like, like these meme coins mm. yes i'll put more money more money more money and when it goes down you panic oh my god how many got the 30000 dollars right let, let, let me sell it off before it goes to zero right again when it bounces back to 40000 dollars they'll again buy so in the last now bitcoin is today it's at the all time high price no one who has been in this business for 4 5 years they should be in loss but there are people who are in loss they have bought at 50000 dollars sold at 30000 dollars then buy again at 40000 right they sell it all so this is a very common thing like people say what are you doing they'll say i normally what i do is buy high and sell low <laughs> basically there is like fundamentals of investing na like don't be driven by greed and fear absolutely right so people want to do the opposite but they cannot control their emotions they don't have the discipline so you can even do it safely right if you think you don't have automate as much as possible don't take decisions don't i will say if, if you don't have any new money to invest don't even watch your portfolio if you hmm. just does jotas have like an sap product yes that is something we are launching this month so we are happy to okay good that you are you are at the podcast <laughs> it's actually launching yeah. in the next two weeks right so okay. yes okay we are having okay. an sip product uh, yeah which, which which can help customers to streamline their investment right and and help help beat the volatility no so also see in 2017 people were thinking Uh, right now the $13000 i should have bought it at $2000 yeah yeah i should have bought it at $5000 $6000 but today the thing is you should have bought bitcoin irrespective of the price it's at $6000 right don't try to time it it's very difficult to time even the most experts they are finding it very difficult so i'll say the best time to invest in bitcoin is today right so don't invest fully put 20% or 30% keep some lumps up even if it dips you can buy bitcoin at a better price what if it doesn't dip and goes straight away to 100000 you still have some bitcoin you're already in profit right so spread your investments invest periodically and if you are investing in shit coins right 
don't forget what is shit shitcoin is the like these uh, doge and all so uh, i mean uh, some people will call it the best coins right you, you might coin. never know huh? you might never know you know like like mars says you know mars will start adopting uh, doge you know anything can happen right so, see this is a learning that we got right it's a very important learning in 2017 we stayed away from projects that we thought were not good right they are very hyped but we thought they were not good and they went on to become 50x 100x despite not having fundamentals right so there are two, there are very good technologies you can invest for a long term and there are like a lot of short term money making opportunities like all this defi like whatever is in trend you can go and blindly put invest make 3x return and then take the money out right i'm not investing in for long term right i'm just riding on the hype so you should have a clear thesis why you are doing what you are doing and when you will do what you will do right when i'm going to exit when i'm going to enter all those things we have planned i mean this is very easy to talk but very difficult to implement over a period of after 2 3 years in this space you will start getting all these things naturally so that's why i'm saying don't go all in in the first year you need to have some chips to bet at the later years also if you like the founder thesis podcast then do check out our other shows on subjects like marketing technology career advice books and drama visit the podium.in that is t h e p o d i u m .in for a complete list of all our shows